welcome back to Just One Question 2021 version. And I little thought when I started this as a temporary salve to our closed-in condition when the pandemic began back in March and April, um, that I would be doing this almost a year hence. Uh, but in this case, uh, I would be delighted to have this conversation anyway, because uh, today we have with us Mark Bowden. And Mark is a is a dear friend, and we are uh, brothers in arms uh, in that uh, Mark is an expert in human behavior and body language. And so when we get together, we spend the entire time when we're not drinking, criticizing each other's body language and revealing each other's most embarrassing and intimate secrets as we sit there and talk. Uh, he's seriously, he's the author of four books on body language. What he doesn't know about it isn't worth knowing. Um, and he's a speaker, of course, on the subject, um, uh, both uh, virtually and in person. So uh, go to his uh, his website uh, and his his company, Truth Plane, and you can find all you need to find out about him there. So welcome, Mark. It's I wish this was in person. I wish we were sharing sharing a drink, but this is the best we can do right now. Welcome to uh, Just One Question. How are you doing? How's your pandemic going? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much, Nick. Thanks for having me. And and it's all going okay, given that it's a pandemic. Uh, I mean, number one, everybody's healthy. Uh, we have seen cases around us and and cases close to us, but we are good. Um, you know, and and work wise and business wise, it, it's fantastic. Uh, so we're very um, fortunate in in that respect. Uh, but we have gone from the, you know, the almost the beginning of the year of going, you know, how do we go bankrupt as slowly as possible <laughs> to uh, to actually a great year this year, simply because it, it has been a year about how do you communicate everybody on the planet? No, not everybody, but, but many people in business and organizations on the planet had to work out how they were going to do this. And so uh, just as I know it's been good for you, it's been good for me. I wish it wasn't so. Um, I wish we we hadn't we weren't going through this, but we're okay. Thanks very much for asking. Yeah, I uh, I've noticed that executives, leaders, as no other time, are worried about the ability to communicate because, of course, you can't lead if you can't communicate with your people. And uh, how do you do that now? So uh, both you and I have been experiencing the those anguished questions. Uh, but we're here to talk about just one question today. Much as I would like to shoot the breeze and and bend your ear for hours. Um, and that one question is, maybe we sh we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe we think this will be done one day. And so it's fair to start asking ourselves, how are we gonna be different as a result of this? How will we have changed when at some happy day we can look back in a bar, clink glasses and say, yeah, it's different now. How is it gonna be different, Mark? Yeah, good question. So, um... Here's what I think about it. And, and I'm going to tackle this from the aspect of, of communication and, and kind of what we're doing right now, simply because I don't think I think very much about anything else or really have any expertise anywhere else other than like, how do we do communication really well? Here's what I'd say, Nick, is the genie is out of the bottle. It doesn't matter, you know, um, where, or, or the demon is out of the bottle or genie, de depending on how you want to frame it, I think. And let, we can talk a bit about that. But, but ultimately... This mode of communication 
is now apparent to everybody. We know that in some cases there are some economic advantages, and I'm sure everybody there can understand those. We know there are some downsides to it as well, but ultimately we know it's possible and there are many organizations and businesses out there, leaders, salespeople out there, who've actually had some great experiences via this and got good at this. So I think going into the future, we're now going to start to choose when we show up face-to-face with people in the same physical location. And we're going to choose when we decide to do the same communication but via this modality here, because we'll understand better what the advantages of this is and what's the advantages of showing up face-to-face with you in the same location and lifting a glass mm. with you. So, so I think that's the future is, is people understanding better what is the actual advantage of this. It's not a demon. It's <laughs> a genie. And it's understanding what is the genius of this that's going to help people. So there, there's my thoughts on, on that, Nick. Yeah, I love that. Uh, that's an interesting answer because uh, many, many folks talking about their frustration with the medium and, and this means of communication will say things like, um, well, it, economically, of course, it, it uh, is a huge advantage not to have to do the travel and the time and the and the uh, and all of that that we, uh, we don't look back on with much regret, except uh, I would like to you know, look at a different sky one of these days. I'm getting a little tired of the beautiful one I, I live under right now. But uh, uh, beyond the economics of it, um, I'm, I'm curious, you allude to some of the advantages of it. Mm. Give, us, give us the top one or two advantages of it in your mind. Yeah, so let me give you the top one. Nick, you're in my home right now. Mm. You're in my home, and I, I have a feeling I'm in yours. <laughs> and let's just say that this was the first time we've ever met. It isn't, we've, we've met, you know, a number of times before over the phone and by video and actually face-to-face in the same physical location. But let's imagine this is our first meeting. In what other period of history have you ever been able to get into somebody's home? And, and we, in body language terms, I'm in your personal space. Right, right now, right. quite an intimate space, but I'm in personal space right now. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes I'll be pointing at you. And if I was in your personal space face to face, if I was in your home right now, and you didn't know me, and I was in your personal space, and I was pointing at you, it would be triggering fight and flight mm-hmm. in you. Mm-hmm. You'd either be backing way off and going, who is this guy who, who, who came into my house first meeting, mm-hmm. or you would be starting to get aggressive with me. But by this modality, you're actually okay with it. Mm. And you're able to read all of these signals consciously and unconsciously around me, just as I'm able to read the signals around you consciously and unconsciously and get an idea immediately. Like how well is this going to go? How well do we fit in with each other? I mean, I look at your background, you got uh, at least two Beatles images there. I've got a Beatles image just over here. So instantly I go, you know, if this was a first meeting, I right. go, I think this is going to be okay because he likes the, or somebody in his home likes the Beatles. I right. like the Beatles. I mean, like he lives with somebody who likes the Beatles, then he must be like them. They're mm. like me. Well, we're more likely to like each other. Mm. I think I can't come up with any other point in history where as a leader or a salesperson on a first call, you're right in somebody's home 
and you're able to read not only them, but their real context mm -hmm. and work out how well is this going to going to go. So there's my, my, my thought on that. I'd love your thoughts on that and feedback on that. Well, it was just one question for you, not for me, but, uh, but no, I love that. Uh, seriously. Uh, I, I love the idea that you're seeing a, in a kind of intimate way that, uh, that you don't often get, or as you say, in, in, in previous moments in history, we haven't got, so it's interesting The the, and, and I love the, the and I have heard that that has been part of the discussion, but the piece I love that I hadn't heard before is this idea that there's an intimacy involved that um, th that would be threatening perhaps in yeah. a different circumstance, but doesn't feel as threatening or doesn't feel threatening in, in uh, this circumstance because it's uh, uh, because it is virtual and, and because it has a certain um, uh, quality to it that, that feels safe. You're, you're in a box and it, it, as, as wild and crazy as you are, Mark Bowden, you're in a box. And yeah, I mean, I, I can do. <laughs> part of your brain, part of your brain knows that I'm live and that I'm real. And another yeah. part of your brain, well, same part of the brain, yeah. is also dealing with the fact that, no, he's miles away, so I'm yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, what's interesting here, Nick, is we're, we're talking like face to face, and I'm quite animated mm -hmm. right now. And if we were doing this, and again, we didn't know each other, and we were doing this face-to-face, -face. it wouldn't be quite working so well. Have you noticed in bars, when guys go to bars, mm. and women as well, and, you know, when anybody goes to a bar, they're set up side-by-side side to sit next to each other and yes. look at something else. Because right. when you're that close and intimate, if you start drinking <laughs> and you get really animated and you're actually full on to somebody, it can easily, especially with guys, simply because... Uh, as an, on average, their testosterone levels as a group will be higher. Not always true for individuals, but as a group, on average, right, right. it's absolutely right. true. Okay, so so there will feel less risk to them. Add the alcohol, and you have fighting. You have aggression. So that's why you put bars in a straight line so that the guys sit next to each other. They can have a chat, and they can get animated. But there's another point of focus. It's the yeah. same with this, is that we're kind of facing each other, and yet, not in the same proximity. So the risk has become lower for yeah. us. I Again, love that. More chance of a decent connection. Now there yeah. is, there is also an antithesis to that in that this was dead easy for us to get into. It's one click to get into this meeting together. Right. It's right. one click to get out, easy in, easy out. It's very low risk at the same time. Right. And therefore so, low commitment. To, low to, commitment. To it's point. like, yeah. well, how yeah. good can Nick be? How good can, you know, because it was one click for him to get here. He didn't get on a mm. plane to come and meet me. Right. Probably not a very good meeting. Yeah. You know, how much does he really in, want it? Yeah. Right. Right. If you showed up on the plane, it's like, okay, I better, this is serious. The guy yeah. made a massive effort. Yeah. You know, I better buy the guy a cup of coffee, maybe dinner. You know, maybe, <laughs> I better I better do business with him. He made a real effort. Yeah, so again, yeah. that's a bit of a downside to this: is the effort is less, and therefore mm. the perceived value can be can be less. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, that's Mark Bowden, my friends, and that's why he's the expert on human behavior and body language. He's uh, he's wearing it on his sleeve at this moment. Mark, thank you so much. I appreciate it. We could go on for hours, but if we did, nobody would watch this. So we're gonna. We're going to cap it there and say, let's come back and do it again, hopefully in person. So thank you very yeah. much for, for this and this low risk uh, effort on your part <laughs> and uh, stay safe. Thanks, Nick. Great to see you as always.